1: Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check
0: us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. (laughs) Let's let's redo
1: the entrance to the show. But Mm -hmm. everyone has to say... Their sex in the city character name okay all right oh like who we are who you think i mean we're two episodes in who, who do you think you are
0: you're now listening to the bradshaw boys a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic hbo series sex and the city so dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a Cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys.
2: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys. Three guys watching their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Capote Duncan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am
1: S- Charlotte. Is she the one with the brown hair? Gosh, I'm Charlotte. Oh, we man. haven't learned enough about, and you are. We haven't learned a lot about Charlotte. I mean, I want to be big, but I'm really Skipper. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think John might have done the only honest one out of the three of us. I'm not
2: Capote Duncan. I never could be. Um, you're you're the mind
3: the mind of Skipper, but the the body of Big. Because Mr. Big, he's a he's, he's a big, he's a big guy. He's a big, a big guy, he's but big he's also you're a good looking guy. But you're not. You don't look like a Skipper. Aww, but but you do have like you. a you
1: have a
2: a a softness to your Thank center. You.
1: Aw. Oh, hmm. that's really sweet of you to Skipper's say that. like a
2: rollo, He's got a soft center. <laughs> He's got a soft center. <laughs> Chocolatey
1: outside. What's the opposite of a Rolo? Uh, of the opposite of a Rolo would what be would something a- caramel with a chocolate center. But I'm talking about a, a, a soft outside and a really hard... It'd be, it Interior. would be a peach. That would be a peach. <laughs> it's true. It's, it is, be a it is a, a very be right any, a peach that you left in a paper bag for a very long time. Be,
2: that's it. That's That was how the, the inventor of Rollo was eating a really mushy peach and he was like, We need to change doesn't this up. It tastes good. What would be better than this? What
1: if we flipped the script on a peach? <laughs> 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 that, that's a pitch meeting for Rollo. Yeah. Guys, gather around. Listen,
2: I know we work at a fruit company. Mm-hmm okay but let's flip the script on a peach <laughs> and
3: then some. he pulls out the roller and everyone's like hey what you said was great that's not flipping the script on a peach and but if, it's still great though <laughs> if you wise, think we're gonna package the these
1: things all together you are wrong
2: but we got all this gold foil <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: alright I'm in I'm in I'll, I'll tell you why I'm not a huge Rolo fan, and it's not because I don't think they're great. It's because my favorite candies are the ones that you can put in the freezer and are even better after the freezer. And Rolo, mm. anything with caramel gets too. it will break your dang
2: teeth if you <laughs> put it break, in the freezer. Break
3: your dang teeth. Yep. I um, I got high one night, and I walked past the 7-Eleven. I got a bag of rips, and I ate the whole thing, fell asleep, and didn't brush my teeth that night, and woke up the next day, and I was like... If I have any cavities, it came from that moment. Oh, like, yeah. was, Has
1: anyone ever eaten rips and not been high? That's my <laughs> I was going to say, you just exactly.
3: described,
2: yeah. like, someone's like, what's it like being high? Well,
1: well you yeah.
2: go to 7-Eleven, you buy a bag of rips, and then you eat them, and you
1: fall asleep. Oh man. what it's like being high. Well, how lucky would we be if this episode of Sex and the City is all about candy?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> so be, like, yeah, well, I guess we should say, we don't know what tonight's episode will be no. about. The um, first one was about... Uh,
3: well, having sex one, like a man, sex like a man, having sex second, like a man, right? Second one, models and mortals, mm-hmm. models, models and, mortals. and mortals,
2: and it's about uh, it's about the guy that's a modelizer and he dates mm-hmm. uh, Cynthia Nixon's character. Um, and then uh, and
3: Skipper got a little oh, yeah. chance.
2: I uh, based on the recap, they said they went home together,
3: which I guess that's what it ended with, I but think that's what you're supposed you to do. I guess with the, Sex
1: in the City, you got to assume it's always sex and I know, city. but I
3: want to hear what Skipper said because Skipper. Was trying to
2: bag, get a bag of Kit Kats or what? Of uh, Captain Crunch. He was, buying a, he was buying a cereal and it had yeah. a Goosebumps thing on the back. Was it Captain C- Crunch? Captain Crunch, I think. Mm. That's oh, yeah, though, that we we of ravaging you that, rips your
3: you mouth. mouth up. <laughs> it does. Yeah, uh, I have a
1: confession to make, guys. Yeah. Uh, is it sex in the city or sex and the city? And. Is it? Sex is and it?
2: the city. It's sex and the city. S A T C. S A T C. Okay.
1: S-A-T-C. S-A-T-C. okay. Uh, oh. <sighs> I, I, I didn't I, I would just use them both interchangeably and hopefully no one would ever notice. That I was, bet there I bet there's enough people don't know. Sex in the city. There you go. What did I say? Sex in the city. Se- did you I think you said an ampersand. I did them both, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I said end
3: I definitely sex the city. I, I definitely w- could have gone either way. Sex in the city. I think I thought it was sex in the city for a while. Mm-hmm.
2: But the, but sex it's about two yeah. things. It's about sex? <laughs> It's about it, the city. It's also about the city, and it really is. It actually is very much about the city. When you think about it, we've been to Carrie lives in the Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that club that they went to in the first episode.
3: That club, <laughs>
2: Club Chaos. Thank that you. Club. Get out
1: of We're
3: talking
2: about yeah. chaos over here, and you're just calling it that club. The club at Canal and West Broadway. There we go. See, if you want to get, if you want to get a reaction out of people, you slight something they love. <laughs> it's so sad that Club Chaos has gone, and that
3: there's just uh i don't know a Dunkin' donuts we don't have now.
1: we don't have things like club chaos anymore now we just sit sit around on our iphones and play stupid uh game show games on our iphones yeah
2: do you do we want to actually <laughs> talk about the uh
1: digital elephant in the room that john just brought up i was just trying to slight your game oh, your, okay. new, your new game see if <laughs> i get a reaction we'll talk about you, this you're a little bit more What's calm it called? than i was
2: uh it's it's an app called hq yep And, uh, it's an app called HQ and it's a, it's an online game. I don't know. Like by the time that this episode is out, uh, HQ might be so yesterday. There'll be an iPhone double X at that point. It's going to be the new family matters. The
3: only thing that'll happen with that is it gets, it'll get like $50,000 prizes instead of 2,500. It'd be
2: great. But it's, it's an online, it's, it's a game show that happens. Uh, on your phone, on an app, and it is appointment-based. So sometimes it's twice a day, and it's like 3 p.m. and 9 p.m., but everybody signs in, you answer questions, and you get like three to five seconds to answer them, and you win real money. I'm totally making a pitch for this. I'll send anyone a text so that they can use my code so I can get more lives on it. But it's so much fun, and we needed to start the episode tonight, so I forfeited the game. And I had two friends texting me saying, Game, game, game at time. nine, game, game time. time, and I didn't do it, and uh, it's so much fun. Instead, I you sat know, and
1: talked about candy with your friends. <laughs> we sat, I,
2: I sat with my two adult friends and talked about rips. Talked about getting
3: ripped. Uh, I, this is what I think we should do, right? What if, I don't know if this is possible, what if we try and get a hold of, of HQ and see if we can do a Sex in the City-themed trivia, oh. sponsored... Boom.
1: Boom. We can do
3: that.
2: We could get the host of HQ on this podcast. Maybe. Yeah. We don't have to, but we could.
3: I think that'd be great. We will try and do that. And we'll try and do like a little, uh little teamwork. Yeah. We'll do a little teamwork. We'll, we'll do a sex. And if not, we'll do our own sex. People, we'll do our own
2: trivia. I think people in the digital world and in the media world call that a collab. <laughs> we could try to do a collab with HQ. We're shooting hey, even, pretty high right even, now. We're on Even our third people episode. in the old
3: regular
1: regular world, anytime two people work together, it's called a collab. Yeah. It's called a collab. That's that's, that's cool. old world and new world right there. That's what do a you collab. Go,
3: What are you guys hoping comes Columbus out of this? Did a
1: collab with America, but <laughs> <laughs> he just killed everyone and then took it over. That's a bit one sided. That was there. kind of a one sided
2: collab. Yeah. What was the question, Kevin?
3: Well, it I'm was. Sorry, it was what What are we excited about for this? I guess I'm just excited to see it. I'm excited for sex. <laughs> and, and the city. The city. God, you're excited for Hope,
2: both. You always are.
3: I'm. I'm hoping it's filmed this time too.
2: <laughs> you're hoping it's filmed because yeah, last time like they got episode. filmed the sex.
1: Oh, I thought you meant the I'm episode. A, what if instead it's, she goes to a, a, a model's house and he's just watching street scenes from the city, and you're like, "This really is sex." And the
2: and city. <laughs> I I do hope I don't know if the show does this or not, but I'd love it if in a future episode they call back other things and they walk into someone's apartment. They're like, "What are you watching?" and it's just someone watching that guy's art. He's just just he's just watching a guy a artist have sex with models
1: or they go to Rikers <laughs> Island and he's behind bars. That'd be great because <laughs> he no, goes he's to jail, get, he's jail behind like...
2: bars and he's someone's having sex with him filming him. Like, what do you think of it now? <laughs> How's like that it now? Like, like this that? is going to
3: go up on Rikers Island's website.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. You talking about <laughs> Rikerfights.biz? dot Yeah. Good it Lord. could be one of the security guards watching him in his cell. Oh, oh man. man what a twist. Darren that Star, I hope crazy. you got this kind of writing
2: chops. I hope you do. Right, that would also we, be very dark. Should we give the know, episode? Do you want to know the name of the episode before we begin? Yeah, yeah no, let's, I hear, love let's that. hear the
1: name. Let's watch some Sex in the City. Okay, the name of the episode is
2: Bay of Married Pigs. Whoa. Uh, Bay of Married B- Pigs Invasion. B-A-E. B- a- yeah, Bay of Married <laughs> Pigs. <laughs> I don't B- think a- that was a thing back it then. It was
1: definitely not a thing. We'll talk about that after the episode. Here let's go watch Bay of Married Pigs.
0: Woo! Episode 3, Bay of Married Pigs. Carrie is invited to Patience and Peter's Hampton's house. But in the morning, she bumps into Peter in the hall without his underwear on. Some friends introduce her to Sean, the marrying guy. But when she can't keep up with his quick march to marriage, he ditches her for Commitment File Charlotte. Miranda's colleague from work introduces her to a lesbian at a baseball game, and they are invited to her senior partner's dinner party as a couple. And now, back to the boys.
1: We're back, everyone. We (coughs) just
3: watched episode three, season one. Bay Bay of of Mary Mary Pigs. Pigs. Lots Lots of action. I'll come out strong and say best episode. Best episode yet. I would say that just because... I want you to hold that
2: till the end of the series.
3: Well, oh. <laughs> I'd be brave. Yeah, yeah. But they, they will never top this. I would say one was great. Two, there was like a dip in, like, a dip. all right, how do we keep this conversation going? Yeah. This, I feel like, could be. Two was be... a Fairweather Johnson. <laughs> Three, we're back with Darius Rucker's country. Darius career. Right, we're back with <laughs> Wagon Wheel
2: live on stage, headlining country festivals.
3: It's just, this is an entire podcast for 50 episodes w- could be married versus single, oh, which yeah. is what the whole argument was. It's so, yeah. and it's, act- we're kind of perfectly set up for it. John happily married. John is happily married. Ha-
1: very happily married. But we
2: went to John's wedding. You were both one at my wedding. The one absolute
1: of, best wedding. One and of the, the best moment, weddings ever. I hope you guys would agree that the moment I became married, we became enemies instantaneously. You oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> us and you.
3: Yeah. Also don't sit, Corey, don't say best wedding. Ever until you get to the end of your life and you can analyze all of them, just like you're like telling No, no, no.
2: I'm saying it now, just like I want you to say. Episode three, best
1: of, <laughs> best of the series. Make a choice. I'm just saying. The moment I became a married man, I became enemies with. Yeah. With no, Kevin the and I don't like
2: hanging out at your parties. We don't no. like getting set up with your no. friends.
1: No way. No,
2: we're they, not into it. They. I, I will. Well, go ahead. They represent the episode.
3: Does, a. Great job, the arguments that everyone has, and I I hate those arguments because as a single person, I get all of them. You're the you're the perfect person that it's like be like John and Katie when you get married, because mm-hmm. you're both great people and you you don't just cut off a part
1: of your life and then become a new person. The, and I think, but that was a goal of yours, right? That was a that was something that, that my was... wife and I discussed. Frequently before getting married, and that we we actively did not want to be the typical married couple. and One thing the,
2: I will say that has been amazing is the whole time we've done this podcast, your wife has sat here in the room and not said a word. a word. She hasn't interrupted <laughs> she just, a single episode. She just yet. sits there and,
1: she's, and thank she. Thank you for that. Yeah, she just, John's wife. Absolutely,
3: she's nodding. She's <laughs>
1: yeah, she's nodding quietly. No, it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard because I think. Everyone has had that friend who's gotten married and who has just disappeared. Yeah. And yeah. that's a really, really shitty thing to do. Yeah. And I, I What's, can't, st- I, I, I can't stand well, that th- 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 those people are out there and it, it's frustrating because I think there have been some friendships in my life that have, have, I've seen the person less mm-hmm. and I'm like. It's not because I'm married. It's because work is really busy, and it's because you started a new job. And mm. but I don't want them to sit around and be like, "I can't believe John got married. Now we never see him again. What a piece of shit!" Like that. I mean, life also happens. Life happens, and I
3: feel like there's also some people that I've seen go off the map when they get married, and then once they are ready to hang out, then they're like, "Hey, hey, no one ever calls me." <laughs> right, right. And it, and then it's sort of like, you know, there's you. It's sort of up to the person, like, I, I'm, f- there's some married friends that I have that they do sort of go, go off because you want to be respectful. You don't want to be like, mm-hmm. there are times your life is going to change. Your rhythms are going to sure, change. of course. But there is, there is like a certain vibe that some people bring off that it's like, yeah, there's a reason why you go off you go off the map and therefore I feel less open to like reaching out for plans. Cause I know mm-hmm. it's going to be no all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is not only do you do that, but you just keep in. It's not just about hanging. It's a whole, I think way. Some people do their life. That is like, I'm sort of changing my entire mm-hmm. thing. I'm doing a new thing now. And hopefully those people are happy. What always worries me is always a few years down the line. It seems like mm. if you change your life in such a huge way, if you're not doing it for the right reasons, cause you want them just cause you've, then that's where like the sad married yeah. couple comes from. It's yeah. like, I don't know. We gain 50 pounds and we have no more friends and I'm just complaining.
1: Cause she nags me and I but can't at drink. Big with bang the theory's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be on yeah I mean I, I yeah i I agree with everything that you said it, it that is a sad reality of, of Did that come of, from a personal was, no. I felt like i I had like twelve people in mind when I said that uh so let's more specifically in the episode the yeah. the unmarried versus <laughs> married kind of debacle they I think Samantha makes the argument that that they become that a married woman becomes enemies with an unmarried woman woman because they see them as a threat. What are, you, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Is that Is that accurate? I I don't think it's 100% accurate. Speaking
2: as an unmarried woman, um, no, speaking as not a woman and not a married person, uh, I think... Then go ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> then I, then <laughs> I will raise my voice. Um, I No, but I, I think it could maybe be... I mean, there's a reason Samantha's saying that, because Samantha is a kind of unmarried woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha, as we go throughout the episode, and we'll talk about, you know, has another sexual conquest. This being said, I'm not judging Samantha. I like Samantha. She's one of my favorite characters, but it's classic Samantha. But I think that at a party, they're going to be more character to see her as a threat. Cause like, she's, you know, she's Samantha. She's out there trying to bang dudes. She's at the party. They go there, go to, she has had sex with multiple people at that party. And now they're on to other married women or their wives, I guess.
3: Or they, she kind of implied that maybe she banged them when, they were married. They Mm. just had the ring off. Oh,
2: that's also true. So, yeah, I, I mean, there is a thing too, where Samantha's and she makes this point, uh, earlier to Miranda, I think it's to Miranda. No, maybe to Charlotte. She's like, well, yeah, I mean, you've had sex with, you've had sex with, uh, or she says something about like the ring comes
1: off. Yeah, how do you mm-hmm. know? How do you yeah. know? You so Samantha had sex said, with I, or Charlotte just, said, I would never have sex with yeah, a married yeah. man. She said, How do you know how the, you ring, know comes the ring comes off? So she's like talking about like, you know,
2: married men will still sleep with mm-hmm. another woman or something like that.
1: I, I think that
3: I get the art. Like, they were going for def, like, okay, there's like the married women that are like threatened. I feel like a lot of the married women that I know that I'm friends with are much more secure than the married women portrayed in the show. Right. So of course you have to go for stereotypes and I understand that exists. The world they were showing seemed a little more like what I would imagine, I don't know, that's just not my friend group. Like, Mm -hmm. Katie isn't like that, your wife. Oh, that's what you think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I John, know. who is that? <laughs> She's not even she is Southern, but she doesn't have a
1: Southern accent. Well you could ask her. She's sitting right here. <laughs> she won't say a word. We've asked her questions. But she won't. She won't say a word. She doesn't want to interrupt you guys. I, I want to go back to the beginning and just I think once again, this episode was fantastic, but once again, a, a borderline uh not even borderline, horrible, horrible uh, thing that they just made completely normal was the guy. Just standing there butt ass naked in front of Carrie that I think nowadays that that felt a little bit dated that she would just laugh about that and bring it up with her friend. Yeah, that's, that's true. just clear sexual assault. That's just yeah, that's that's assault. That's,
2: <laughs> that is a, that is a to get topical where we are in this podcast. That's like a full on Weinstein, right? Exactly. There. Yeah, exactly. that's like a walk out of your room and I'm here with a cup of coffee, porky pig and a woman mm-hmm. just like, hey, and how's like, it going? She, Good morning.
1: She, she didn't think it was a big deal. Her right. friends didn't think it was a big deal. They thought it was like funny because, you know, he had a, he yeah. had a, a big, uh, big, schl- big pepper, schl- grinder. Big but pepper also, grinder, but yeah, but clearly sexual assault. That is sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, it's, it doesn't age well. And I feel like even if it's, that's not even being like watching it, I'm not like, listen, in light of these times, I'm more sensitive. That's true. But it's, it's even like, that's crazy. This is funny. That that was, like, played for, like, full-on humor without, like, <laughs> what the... F- I don't know. And later he was smiling about it, too. When they mentioned it, the wife was mad in the right. episode. And he was sitting there like, I do this to everyone who comes out to the Hamptons. Right. Like, but they didn't really... I don't know if they resolved that. I guess that's what he... That's... Maybe the point is, like, once you're married, you gotta be a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. and show your dick off to, like, still get your... Unless...
2: Like, I didn't even think about this, but do you guys think that... He his pants were off, but really, what was in his crotch was a pepper grinder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he just had a pepper grinder like taped to I, his penis? I actually, and like she was upset the, because they had the pepper grinder in the kitchen. He was taken away from the kitchen and been bringing the, it to places. If
2: that's the goof, it's still offensive, but more of a goof.
1: Y- yeah, not at, not nearly as offensive. It's still,
2: I, I would say, it's still some sort of harassment. I think that's not it's not going to be offensive. I, I think
3: that like. <laughs> I don't know, giving no, the it's, benefit it's, it's of, of the doubt to the show. It's them being like, it's them playing that for laughs and being like, that dude's a fucking, <laughs> that." that is creepy. That is weird that he did that. But and I also this think is a comedy and we're going to, like maybe that's experience, the, people have experienced that without it being like, so anyways, this is a television show to show, like well, they're not uh, lecturing it, but they're like, that dude clearly, the audience members are being like, is a creep.
2: I also think it's played not just for laughs is like whoa oh, look at this guy's wing wong but also like uh also like when you get married listen we had this ma- we had this single person out to our hamptons house because we wanted
1: to live vicariously through her sexy cab exactly. story exactly and like mm-hmm.
2: now like oh man i wish i wasn't married i want to see if i could maybe you know like have sex with her and my wife's getting the good muffins you know so i think it's yeah. like kind of a thing where yeah, it's played to where it's like, even though they're married, they're still wanting to get out there and like you know, just
3: as controversial. Do you like when they mentioned muffins? I'm like, I feel like muffins are not popular anymore. I just feel like in general, no muffins one's
1: had going. their muffins had their time. Muffins did the have the their time. Not... I feel
2: like they're a, a, a late '90s deal. Although I mm-hmm. did hear someone talk about a muffin the other day. A Was cinnamon it Otis Spunkmeyer? It was Otis Spunkmeyer. He was like, I love a good hot cookie, and (laughs) I love love a good mini blueberry muffin. Did he make the mini blueberry muffins? (laughs) I just was hostess. uh, hostess. No, he did
3: the big ones that you could get at a la carte in the cafeteria at school, and it'd be like, oh, I'll get a muffin that's healthy, and it's like 780 calories. Your school had Otis Spunkmeyer muffins? (laughs) A la carte did. What's a la carte? A la carte means like you could go through. I know what
2: it means. <laughs> yeah, well, we <laughs> had a college and I've also been to Europe. <laughs> I know what it, I, I.
1: But have you been had, to Japan? You know what language
2: that's it. It's a fucking French. There we go. Uh, yeah, I we've know, been to I mean. France
3: together. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying, no, my, my my high school, we didn't have an a la carte muffin station. We
3: had a la carte line and we had cafeteria line and oh. I couldn't go through the a la carte line because my parents didn't make enough money so we got discounted lunch. Oh, I thought it was because <laughs> your parents were... <laughs> Why do you were... get regular lunch? I was like, I, I just prefer it. They're like you prefer this shitty food. To <laughs> did you Otis have sp- Spunkenmeyer muffins? Did you have
2: square pizza? Oh yeah,
3: oh, we yeah. definitely did. Or
1: a rectangle pizza. All the cool kids go through the
2: a la carte line. I know, I know. All of. I them mean, did. now that you bring it up that way, it does seem like a la carte line would be the cool thing where everyone would go get a chocolate muffin and maybe, eat half of it. Maybe yeah, Cor- throw it away. Maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe, Corey, maybe there was an a la carte line at your school, but you were, <laughs> you just just <laughs> so, you were so out of touch with the cool cr- crowd that. You never mm. even knew it was there. At that time, I was like, "You guys know this is French, right? <laughs> is it all French food?" I'd love to go to France one time. I'm going to go to France <laughs> one and learn what this means.
3: All right, I will say this: if this show was written now, if it came out right now, they would have said scone. No, croissant. Not, not now. No, not scone. What would they have said? Bagel. Probably would have said bagel. Bagels were just as popular then. Bagels have
2: gone. Uh, bagels, There's so good I, bagels I, bagels I will here? say, rainbow Goldbergs bagel trend right? has happened recently. Bagels are more popular than scones.
1: They would have said kale, and we all know it. They would have actually. Would kale's have. done. Kale's. I think kale's over. I
2: think kale's over too.
1: Ice and new. It, it, what, what is uh, it now? Back to
2: iceberg. <laughs> back to iceberg. It would it would, have, it would have been a wedge. It would have been
3: a wedge salad. She brought home the good wedge. <laughs> she brought home the good wedge with Becky with the good wedge. Oh, the, did you know Beyonce's um, song? The the good wedge, uh, Juliana Margulies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's crazy. Her husband
2: goes out and gets a wilty wedge, and she stays with him. And she's like, "I'm the good wedge. She's the good wedge. Um, uh, great wedge
3: salad at Prime Meats and Carroll Gardens. Prime Meats Actually, and Carol Gardens. Great Listen, wedge if you guys want to be a
2: sponsor of the podcast, Great Wedge Salad, and Fantastic. you
3: guys raised all your prices, and that's the only good deal there now. They have like a forty dollar burger. It you sucks. know what?
2: I will start another war. I'll I will say to Kevin, hold, stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. That this is the best episode of the series. Make it make a decision." And also, I'm Prime Meats till I die. And Prime <laughs> Meats, if you want to sponsor this podcast, I'll be your guy. Prime Meats, favorite steak in the city? Favorite steak ever? I've uh, never eaten a steak there. Always oh. go for the pork chop. Or <laughs> the something more... Here's the here's. We can have this discussion another time. Not a big steak guy and think that, I think steaks are good, but it's, there's always going to be something more interesting on the menu. Always. What if you and go if to, to a steak a, house? Uh, You're kind of cornered there. Depends <laughs> on what kind of steakhouse. Like prime meats, wouldn't call it a steakhouse. We oh, call well, it so a restaurant. So if you, what, so you, if you, you go you, to Luger's, Peter Luger's, Peter Luger's, <laughs> we're going to Luger's. But here's, I don't really go to a lot of steakhouse. Okay. Sometimes I think steakhouse are kind of on the same par with like cigar aficionado magazine. Of course, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of good steakhouse. Sorry, we have very far <laughs> detracted from... We, we've gone to the boys part of the Bradshaw Boys. There's the no good
1: names in this episode.
2: There's no really
3: names to latch on to. I did want to know that one guy that was married that had just like the really... Like the uh, Ken Burns type haircut. With the glasses. Yeah, I, I want to know I, his
2: name. Yeah, uh, the cast that he was... They were looking for a Stephen King type when they cast him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that guy's very... They were like Stephen someone King was unavailable. Stephen <laughs> King, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Oh, you're busy writing a novel? Second choice. Come on in. All right. Well, I hope the stand is good, but we'll get this guy. All right. I have a que- I have
3: I have some questions. Okay. First of all, Shoot. do people fix up anymore? Cuz Oh yeah. They were like I've been oh, fixed we got up fixed a couple times. times. You've been fixed up, haven't you? Who would I get fixed up by? I'm asking you a question. I wish I
2: got fixed up. I would love really? to be fixed. Yes. You've never I'll been fix you on a you've never been on a fix-up blind date. First of all,
1: why are we calling them fix-ups? What because is it, nineteen thirty? That's what they said. Yeah, they did say that. They said this but is a fix-up. thing
2: that's like, it's a fix-up. I know. That's what I'm saying. Does
3: it
1: happen I'll anymore? Fix you up. you I'll can fix dance you up. to Charleston and you know Yeah, I'll give
3: you some mm-hmm. shoestring black licorice. <laughs> Go to a sock hop. You know, take the lady out for a dance. Um, and then fuck the bellboy
2: when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> Skip ahead and we'll episode. talk about that later. I no, I think people they do set ups. In the current day and age, it's a
1: setup.
3: I think culturally, Should it's probably... Tinder
1: that there's no more setups. or.
3: Yeah, I think, I think that That's because what of Tinder... More people, you assume they're dating through apps, are so I mean, not I'm more I'm like... so
1: out of the app game. I, I never had to use an app, so... You I, never did uh, apps? Never, no. Corey, you did a, a little. I... No, I, I, I did apps,
2: uh... You know, but I also like a main course. That's why I'm in a relationship. You know, I had the apps, but
3: i not to out for the main course. Aren't
1: there apps where you can, like, date your friends' friends and they connect you all through the Facebook? Hinge. And, and, Hinge, yeah, yeah, Hinge. is that, right? So
3: that, I feel like I'm probably right in that. If there's there was, not as many setups because sure. it's like you have your own way to do it and that might be okay
1: is that a new york thing or a rest of the do you think the rest of the country's not getting set up too i bet there maybe is more because <laughs> it takes five minutes to swipe
3: through everybody in certain towns That's, here you could swipe forever
2: yeah i do think uh i don't know i i i wonder i mean i guess it doesn't happen as much in big friend groups where everyone knows each other for a long time. But I do feel like there's a thing where it's like, oh, you should come hang out with these people. You guys may be good together. Maybe that doesn't happen at this point happened to me like two or three years ago, which is when we were watching that episode, I was like, oh, I remember the last time I was set up before I had a girlfriend. And I was like, and it was super awkward. I didn't like it. I That's how it always is.
3: I remember when I was like, you know what? I only want to go out with, people that I'm friends with because there's a certain point it's like there's a certain amount of vetting that goes through yeah that it's like cool like you know I feel like you have a few experiences with people just like
1: complete strangers and you're like this is kind of cool and then it could be not so I think I think the like the sex in the city world Mm -hmm. it's it's there's all these like circles of people that they're friends with and they're not friends with and they're kind of all different our group of friends is we all know like i think you pretty much know everyone i know and i i mean there's probably some circles that like i have that you don't I know but like i we... don't think i want to set you up with like a magic the gathering player that i know uh who i want that to happen is she cool
3: i i don't how many girls how many girls are at the Magic the Gathering at least some out.
1: you know people in the Magic The Gathering world yeah, of course what I'm, but yeah. what I'm saying is like for the most part 95% of the people that I know Kevin also knows well that's what I'm saying uh, yeah I don't I don't know how much maybe it wouldn't be as
3: fruitful I do feel like if people I don't know now it's, it's just it feels it's the same as it ever was talking heads New York City mm, mm. same as it ever was but also I feel like it's sort of uh You watch that and you're sort of like, maybe that's the way to go. Obviously, she doesn't doesn't end up with a guy anyway, but I think
1: the guy got got set up twice and struck out both times. He got set up with Carrie and then Carrie set him up with with Charlotte Charlotte and struck out. And like, Charlotte didn't want to date him because they had different tastes in China. Like, I I respect that though. She's out early. She's like, listen, (laughs) I'm out. This isn't going to work. Yeah, but but she's French country.
2: She's French
0: country. I don't even
1: know. See, I don't... He's American I don't, modern. I don't care American about modern? any of that stuff. Know. Like, who... Really? That's yeah. a deal breaker for, for some people? I feel like it is definitely a deal breaker for
2: Charlotte. I mean, it was, but and I feel like... And that guy. And that guy. But that guy... I, the interesting thing about a lot of Sex in the City stuff to me is that you get especially... Well, the women themselves, the, the four, the fab four, but then also everyone else is archetypes. Mm. So, like, that guy's the archetype of... This, like you had the modelizer last episode. Mm-hmm. Now this guy's the, like the, I got to get married guy. Right. And he's already picked out like, you know, China patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I live in an apartment in New York city, just like everybody yes. else. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> I live in an apartment. Hey, sorry. I don't have my own house. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but I, I have an office real brag. Um, I do too. A- in your Mine's apartment, shared
3: though, <laughs> yeah, I share my. Yeah, you office. Do have an office. I, I have, have a bedroom, head. and I share an office with my roommate. That's true. It's a th- it's a small three bedroom, and w- there's two people in there. The office itself
2: is a small three bedroom. It's a gigantic <laughs> apartment. Um, but Corey, I did, you have your own office. I do have my own office, which used to be a bedroom for a friend that lived in there. Um, and then one day, I walked in, and everything was gone. <laughs> and, and I was I've like, never- "What am I going to do?" So I started an office, um, but. I I only say that to say that I remember my mom was like, maybe this could be a baby's room one day. And I was like, oh, maybe it could, I guess. But what's interesting is that guy was the guy that was like the archetype of like, here's an office, but one day it's a baby's room. room." And it's like a guy that, I don't know, does anyone... Do we know that guy? Does anyone know yeah. that guy who's like the I gotta, I guess so. I, There's I nothing mean, wrong with that guy. I don't guy.
3: know as many as I know people that don't. I feel like we're still at the age, I'm I'm 32. Are we doing our ages on this? We're only in we? episode three.
1: We don't need to do our ages yet. We're I'm a I, highlander. We're our, I can't.
2: We're, we're in our 30s to 40s. <laughs> I like the way that we, we set a rule, then Kevin finds a way to sneak underneath it. That wasn't you could, it. I'd climb under a fence. <laughs> Those 30s and 40s. We cover the gamut. <laughs> I love I'm the that I just I I haven't said anything. We're just staring oh, at you. Katie, Katie's even looking at she's you now. Pissed, bro. <laughs> she's pissed. Katie's angry. Real... That you just out of her age. Katie's not in
3: the she fucking might room. Say anything.
1: Listen. My... Okay. <clears throat> l-
3: let me say this. I don't. I think we know more people that want to be single sure. than want to be married and have kids. I didn't mean to give up anyone's ages. Right. I am thirty-two, and it was my birthday last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Do you
1: know my most unbelievable archetype that I experienced in that show was the gay couple that like, she hadn't seen since he came out of the closet right. that he approached her for getting one of her eggs. And yeah. she didn't take it as a compliment. Exactly. Like, yeah. Usually, I, 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 this has never happened to me. I've never asked uh, a woman for her eggs or uh, been a woman who's been asked. But if someone would uh, approach you and ask you for something like that, you would think that they would be honored. But it because they would have that sort of relationship, they would have rapport and it's basically I think that would be a really nice thing. And she wasn't feeling it. Neither was uh Stan- Stanley. Stanford 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 Blatch. What do you guys think?
2: Uh what do we think that that was unbelievable or that that was offensive?
1: Yeah. I, I think... I do agree. I think it was... A, I mean, am I just really out of touch? Like, like is, no, is every woman offended when, when they when they get asked? Or I think it, usually that question would only come from a level of intimacy that I, you have with that person. Well, she used to fuck the guy, right? Oh, is that what they're implying? Is that
3: a guy she used to date? I think she ran into it. I, that's what I took. That was like, uh, oh, we were together. Now uh, he's gay. Well, they're in
1: the city. And, and it's like... they're in the city, that they happening. had to have uh, sex.
2: Yeah. Got um, it. But it's also there was sex... And we, where are they? And they're in the they're city. They're in the city. Yeah, and that makes sense. Sure.
3: The, during that scene, were they? Uh, were they in the city?
2: They were in the city. They yeah. were. Yeah, we just got to
3: confirm. <laughs> the, I, so I think that was the point, though, that they—that she's like, I'm not. I can't even have my own kids. I'm just being hit up as the single woman by even my past boyfriends with their so I I think didn't,
1: I didn't I didn't get that but that uh that makes a little bit more sense yeah. yeah I
2: didn't get that I didn't get that she was like I can't have my own kids I thought that she was like I don't know if I want to get married or not and now this guy's just saying hey we'd love to like use you as an egg farm wouldn't you be so honored we'll pay you and yeah, I think that she, was kind of a she thing that, was like,
3: this that she happens was,
1: to women she was getting like it was uh single bashing yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that
3: guy assuming like, "Oh, of course you're not married. We can borrow your eggs." Exactly. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I also I'd be didn't... a little salty about that. I guess. Yeah,
2: I yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's good writing. I don't
3: good know. Job, that's that's okay. definitely looking at
2: the world glass
3: half empty. But go for it, Carrie. <laughs> I mean, wait.
2: They, wait, they, wait why, they, why do you say glass half
3: empty? Because it's like, oh, they want my eggs. I'm just. It's like, no, someone's this awesome gay couple is just being like, yes, I want half of you. As my family,
2: that's a huge compliment. Actually, like more like a third to a quarter, because they already have a surrogate. They said they had a surrogate. They need an egg. They're going to use one of their sperms. That's mm. not half of you. That's only at least a third. Okay. I'm just realizing this. So they
3: can take another female's egg yes. and a sperm and yes. then grow it in a completely other body? Correct. And then they
2: sell it on the a la carte line. <laughs> Think about that.
3: Just a rich
2: kid in high school goes and grabs that baby. See,
1: see, I, I, I didn't keep. grow up wealthy, so my parents were like, you're yeah. going to have to have your own kids. You okay? need to find a woman, no surrogates, just you and a lady.
3: Listen, you and a lady, you split it 50-50. Remember around the same time that Sex and the City was coming out in 1999 or whatever was when everyone found out that Melissa Etheridge was was gay was gay but everyone was like oh who's your surrogate and
2: then everyone's like david crosby (laughs) what the fuck do you remember that
1: i don't know who those people are isn't
2: that what the song come to my window is about it's about david crosby coming to her window to give him her his sperm (laughs) and jerk off into a cup for me that was
3: come in (laughs) come in my window oh into my girlfriend that was the but original the thing. Lyrics. Was it because he was a, he was like a drug addict for a while? He was like the fourth best person in *Crosby, Stills, Nash <laughs> and Young*. They're, was she honored though when he came to her? No, they asked him because she's like it's someone who's great, they who's music, musically right. talented. And then I was confused like, "Confused
1: is the whole situation. I don't right, know who whatever. these people it's are." It's the only but. other
3: surrogate anyone knows about. Name one other one. One other
1: surrogate? Yeah. Uh, in *Arrested Development*, he was a surrogate uh, lawyer. Fictional. Yeah. I know people like in personal life of you surrogates. Name them.
2: No, I'm kidding. I, I won't, <laughs> and their age. I won't name them or their ages. <laughs> I won't do either. Uh, yeah. Now. I, I thought, uh, I, you know, I, when they got to the party, when they got to the party, I thought that it was going to be a swingers party. Because mm-hmm. they were like, and they all looked at us, and then that Stephen King's wife was way younger than him. Like mm-hmm. that casting was totally like the the Tool Time uh, Home Improvement <laughs> casting, <laughs> where you know it's like I guess Tool Time Home Improvement the casting wasn't way off, but like it's <laughs> more King <laughs> of Queens <laughs> casting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 oh God! Oh, speaking <laughs> of, speaking of so old too. comedy shows, I said this while we we're watching it, but the whole fresh pepper joke they had three years after the SNL fresh pepper sketch. They had a whole thing where he was like, Oh, this guy's got fresh ground pepper penis. And, uh, and they're like, you want some fresh ground pepper? That SNL sketch was in SNL season 20, the Adam Sandler, Dana Carvey, fresh pepper
1: sketch. Do you know what we're um, talking about? I know, but I, I mean, I remember the scene from sex and <coughs> the city, but the I'm, I'm very, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one that we talked about like 10 minutes oh, ago. Yeah. yeah, I remember, yeah. But I'm very impressed that you knew when that it was episode 20 of, of Saturday Night Live. Well, I, or looked season that po- 20. I looked that up on my phone. Oh, okay.
2: But I did know. But the reason I the reason that I like mentally flagged that was that I was like, oh, I know that Dana Carvey was in that sketch. That was in the 90s. This is in mm. the 90s. And it turned out it was like three years before. Could just be they're both phallic objects. But, you know, phallic objects being like fresh Eat. pepper, ground in penis. I think stuff. it's time That's- to bring
1: that skit back. I think it is, too. It, it's,
2: it's, I think it it's time to bring success. Dana Carvey Adam Sandler and the four women, and they do it for
1: Funny or Die. That would be fantastic. And then at the
2: end, the the it cuts the director. And it's Stephen King. It's Stephen <laughs> King with his pants off, Porky Piggin, saying, "Did you get the good muffins?" And scene. What do you guys think? That would be. And then they all tell their ages. I don't get why I don't get <laughs> why we're How'd why we're go?
3: giving this out to Funny or Die. It's we're it's making cold. it.
2: We'll get the team together.
1: I think that would be. I need it's to be a strong. pretty.
2: Have a catered we, by Prime Meats. expensive cast by who? Prime Meats. The best wedges. The best we are, wedges. We
1: haven't talked about Miranda yet. Let's let's dabble oh, in the, mir- huge, the Miranda uh, line huge, there. Huge, huge, uh, beast story. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Can we just cover one thing real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Which is. You want to talk about rips some more? What <laughs> is what makes a good party? Because when they walked in, and the party was lame, because it wasn't a swingers party.
1: It was just a lame party. Because, I, there was, I no, bet if you
3: asked the married couples, they didn't think that. No one was playing... Because uh, everyone was partnered no up. If, by I go DMX. A, if
1: I go to a party with what? my wife... No one was
2: playing Party Up by DMX.
1: It's <laughs> a great song. It's like you said, you've said it before. So old, it's new. If I go to a party with my wife, <laughs> it's and it's just a bunch of other married people, and it's just Katie and I sitting there talking to each other, that would be a really awful party. Katie, what do you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she won't say anything.
1: You've told her, <laughs> Quite this is my mess.
2: podcast. Oh, there's there's,
1: there's no uh yeah. there's nothing, there was nothing no going zhuzh. on. I think there
2: was
3: a What's that? Good party mixture. <laughs> <extra.
2: laughs> the only other time I've heard zhuz is when like a I yeah. heard someone talking about their hair and they're like zhuz your hair up a little yeah, bit. It's like zhuzh. it's like a little
3: like, oh, it's, like, like a little. it's it's like an zhuzh. un it's, it's like a Long Northern
2: Island mom thing. It's, I it's think. an zhuzh. it's an
3: automatopoeia for
2: something extra nice. <laughs> Wait, yeah, there's no. There is a word. Wait, <coughs> what is there's a word for like something extra. It's uh. Judge. <laughs> there's judge. Oh How no, it spells Lang lang-yep? It's the Cajun word that's like a Langnep. It's like it's something extra. It's it's like, it's like the that's the, there's like a Cajun thing. If lang-yep. we try, and
3: if you just take a deep breath, clear your mind, and then say it one more time that party needed extra judge, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. The thing is, okay, it's not, it's just clearly was lame party. Because the party, party needed man, an extra
1: party. judge? <laughs> 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 and it needed to be Judge Reinhold. <laughs> I wish he was there. They didn't want any judge at that party, because Samantha was bringing the judge, and she, she was, she was clearly uh, like an outcast at that party. I guess it, yeah,
3: a dinner, I feel like dinner parties are more married vibe. That was like, what, who has married parties where everyone's
2: standing around? In, in couples. Yeah. Yeah. All right, archetype of a party, but no, you're right. That was it was a it was weird feeling party. party, awful party. You get there, wait, we start talking about the party. You were saying like, we, I was gonna say what what?
3: Yeah, it doesn't matter. What makes a good party? No, just, no what does make a good party? Are you? Are you could, do you have anything could in they mind? Have could they have gotten in the zone? Because it was clearly there. Samantha is like, they're like, we're here to party. Mm-hmm. But then it was
1: like. The single girls, get, get they got their dresses could on. Could they, they have done nice. anything to
3: make it to just enjoy themselves? Or is that really, when it comes down to it, I'll tell you what, what the, makes a good party is the potential for you to meet a mate. And if that's not there, then it's like you got to shift it over to like, we got to find good people you, to spend this holiday with or this party with.
1: You know right. what the dark horse of every good party is? What? Pickles. <laughs> Pickles crush at parties. I'm not kidding. Next time you go to a party that has food, find the pickles. They'll be completely gone. You know, you know, in,
3: in another language, what pickles are referred to as. What?
1: Zhoosh. Zhoosh. This is all coming together. I'm. T- I i did not believe it, and then I and and then I uh, took stock of of pickles at parties. They they fly off the Can shelf. Can you
3: imagine really? if, if yeah the episode
0: was Samantha yeah, going in you, just man.
3: being like, I want to fuck someone, and they're like, Well, everyone's here is married, but they got pickles. She's like,
2: Oh shit, they
0: got pickles.
2: <laughs> Damn. Oh shoot, I'm gonna judge those pickles. Uh-huh. All right, Miranda. Uh, Miranda. So, Miranda, John, explain Miranda's, her whole deal for this episode. Let's
1: see here. I got some notes. Uh, Miranda was the one who was very, very adamant that the moment you become married, that that as a single person, you become an enemy. Um, She thinks, you know, single is not to be trusted. And uh, she shows up to a softball game for her law firm. She's got to make an appearance to... Uh meet with the senior partners and she gets set up by, you guys said you knew the guy. Oh, uh it's H- John Benjamin. H- yeah. John Be- oh, the, he's Archer. He's the voice of Archer. So he's Archer, in Bob's
2: Burgers. Canadian. Archer
1: yeah. uh, sets her up uh, with uh, who he thinks is her uh, type and that's another woman. She has to tell him that she is not a lesbian. But one of the senior managers of the partner after making a good play sees Miranda with this other woman and Charles becomes chip and chip invites Miranda to a dinner party. Isn't that, that's so insane that they as a character would write
3: an episode where some, where Miranda is a lesbian. That's so weird. Isn't (laughs) Cynthia Nixon a lesbian? Cynthia Nixon is a lesbian. Was she out at that point? I
2: don't know if she was. That's funny because if I, I, feel I like wonder if she wasn't out, she was like maybe out to like her friends and stuff. To her friends and like people. And or
3: everyone knows like they assume she They're
1: like, oh,
2: yeah, yeah I Cynthia's gay. Yeah,
1: maybe yeah. she was out to H. John Benjamin and he was the one who kind of ushered her. Into, he was like, let's that let scene. Me improvise <laughs> that scene.
2: I'm a comedian. I've done improv.
1: H. John, I'm supposed to play catcher. Hold on. Let me Hold bring on. you over here and me, introduce you to let's someone. Let's do this. I'm going to talk to the other people. We should see. Has she written a book? Does she thank him somewhere in that book? I don't know. We should check that out. Uh, so I was a little confused by that too because I thought that Chip invited her to the dinner party because she made a really good softball play, and she was, did. She did. It was a great softball play. She she made, they had the double play at the at home plate to win the game. Right? To win the game, but it was really because we later find out that Chip's wife. Wanted uh, a lesbian couple in their circle on their roster. Did she say on their roster? roster? I don't know. She did. You got they are
3: some progressive. uh, The voiceover had a thing that was like on the right Right, is a lesbian couple at a far right Republican dinner party. So, some pretty progressive, far right Republican. Too far right
1: if you're living in New York City. I think you can call yourself. Hey, far, I don't know, Donald, Donald J. Trump. Trump. <laughs> Donald he J. Just, Trump lived in New York City.
3: He was a Democrat until like I a few years corrected. ago. I stand corrected. yeah. No, I think Upper East Side is the place, though. That it's the that and Staten Island are the only places that vote primarily Republican mm. in in New York City. So I bet there's some rich people that have some pretty fucked up thoughts.
1: Yeah, probably. But.
3: They were happy to have, they were trying to open up and be like, listen, we, it's weird for me. <laughs> it's, it's just,
2: you know, it's just weird for me. So, <laughs> but then she goes to the dinner. Oh, she, she ends up obliging and taking her not real girlfriend mm-hmm. they go to the dinner party. Yeah.
3: They have a nice time. They have like a actual like friendship connection. Then s- Miranda tries to just goes for it and is like, this was awesome. Also yeah. it was sexual great assault. Being-
1: <laughs> by kissing her in the elevator, hey man. She didn't look like she wanted it. That's she, true. Especially if, if Miranda that's knows true. that she's straight, coming in like that—that's a little presumptuous. I mean, I
2: guess there could be a thing. I'm not trying to advocate for sexual assault, <laughs> but there could be a thing where Miranda was like, "Maybe I am," and then just makes a move, and it's like, "I'm not." But you're right; it seemed very exploratory. That's like very—that's
1: like, like very Michael. That's a Michael Scott move right there. Like, like that's—that's <laughs> that's just like a little bit it, uncomfortable. It, yeah,
2: it was very to to. To just make a move on someone in a closed elevator is is uh, because you're you're like having thing. a
1: little bit of doubt about your sexuality. It doesn't it like a give you license. Move, to... That is for sure. That is for sure. It's definitely And a I would move. say
3: Isn't that, that a cool move. It, it sh- what she
1: should have done is said, "I want to see if I am a lesbian." Three, two, two. one. I've <laughs> given her a count. It just it makes Miranda the. Uh, if I had to rank all of the Fab Four, it puts her at the bottom of my ranking for this episode. Mm. you know who uh, you know what i was interested like at first i thought it was just like a
3: fun because i put uh when the doorman when because um samantha gets super drunk at the married party uh charlotte takes her home Mm -hmm. and then they walk past the doorman. she flirts with them and then they go to bed i thought that was going to be the end of the episode Mm -mm. and i was like dude i was like can you imagine if you were a doorman like w- the stories that you have? Oh yeah. And then a few minutes later, Samantha goes downstairs, gets a smoke from the doorman and then is just in her underwear. The doorman bangs her, which is like clearly a, a weird little fantasy. That's like, Oh my gosh. But what I thought was interesting about the story more than just like, Oh, that'd be what, what if you were a doorman and like that happened, that'd be an incredible little story. you have. Is that, she didn't even call, and he was just like, he said, he's like, I'm lonely because I'm from Ireland, and I haven't talked mm. to anyone, and then he's just like, your friend never called me, and it was like, one of those things that you think is going to be amazing, and then really, it's just like, a guy that's like, oh, that it's not just a story to him, he was kind of like a real character yeah. that they had like a little twist.
2: But Samantha's a, a dirty, dirty dog. dog.
3: Dirty dog. She didn't
2: call him. I know. One thing I thought that was, well, hold on, are we done talking about the party, and what, what else is there with Samantha... I, I still feel like that, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm always team Samantha. I just, she's, she's like a, it, she's just the best. She is the best. And she just kind of like, those
3: roles were reversed and it was a door woman and some guy was just like whipped his dick out down there Samantha and then went up and whipped so out any re- genitals.
2: She showed her underwear, which the guy at the beginning of the episode showed his pepper grinder. Samantha was just so like, if he
3: would have had underwear on. If that role was reversed, that is, that is a fucked up thing to do.
2: Is it?
1: I don't know. That's, a, that's I don't I'm trying know to,
2: I'm is. I'm trying to remember the- She went downstairs and said, to you have an extra smoke? She opened her robe to and show she was wearing lingerie. lingerie. She was wearing her bra and underwear. And he said, hold on, hold on, hold on, put, put, close the thing. Like, close your robe. And they went back upstairs and they slept together while he was on the clock and then
1: Charlotte it's wakes a, it's up. Good hours work right there. I mean, yeah. Good, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a decent. Making a lot of use of those coffee breaks. He did.
1: He did hold the, the door open for Charlotte when she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I will say that he was got great. back on the job
2: <laughs> <top laughs> from within the well, What did he say he, too? He's like, let, let me get,
1: let me, get this man. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. great. Let me
2: get this man. And then she said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the bathroom when I come back. You're not going to be here. Yeah. And then he went back downstairs and went to, I don't know. Is it messed up? It's messed up. I think if that was your friend, I think you're doing a bad job.
3: If that was your friend who was a girl who's like the door woman and said like that happened. And I think like, I think the difference is like emotionally, maybe it was interesting. Like he wanted, he was like, oh, maybe we have a real connection. Silly thing to think maybe. But if that were a girl and was like this guy and this, I think you'd be like, hey, that guy's never going to talk to you again. And you'd assume it, but it's a shitty thing to do as a person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be representative as a shitty thing to do. Like that's a playboy who's of course never going to call you. He doesn't give a shit about you. And I guess you just saw it from the guy's perspective of being like, Oh, it's like a poor, like lonely immigrant. Who's just a, sh- a doorman who like
2: <laughs> wants to, I mean, he is. Yeah, he was. And one thing. Okay. So I guess, yeah, I, I think on a person to person, emotional level, not a great thing to do to someone. Would you do that to your door lady? Uh, Do you have an office and a door lady? I do have an office and I have a door lady when I walk in the front door. And when I go to my office, there's a woman that works at the door to the office inside the apartment and one that works at the front door downstairs. And I I pay both of them. (laughs) No, I don't No, No one answers my door. I unlock my own door. So I I wouldn't do that. One thing I want to say real quick about the Irish guy Mm -hmm. is that Carrie ends the episode talking about, she ends the episode talking about married couples and single people, and she says it's kind of like the war in Northern Ireland. Right. Yeah. And and then she just makes light of it and goes to the movie with her friends. And I was like, we've just we've just uh, this guy from Northern Ireland. Was just, I guess we could say he was sort of stripped of his dignity, and it's just like, "It's like the war in Northern Ireland, you know. where people are getting killed and <laughs> bombed." I wish they would have just ended the episode by playing "Zombie" by the Cranberries, <laughs>
1: "Sunday like, Bloody Sunday." <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: zombie about
2: zombies? Yeah, with it's their the
3: bombs. And oh, yeah. And bombs
1: and their guns and their bombs and their guns, John. <laughs> In head. I think I have I'm, yeah, I'm, Great, not, for, for this, I'm not big I'm not a big music guy Sure. Uh, I, I so the music references kind of go over yeah. my head but a little Sunday bit there, Bloody but. Sunday could be another one yeah. I just. I do know that song
3: I do think I do think it was like yeah maybe it was maybe at a bigger height there I just think it was like there's a lot of other metaphors that that could have worked that was pretty heavy to just like bring in real quick the war in Northern Ireland it's like oh yeah I guess it is sort of like that
2: huh <laughs> i guess it is like an ied
3: thanks yeah. for the movie
1: ticket samantha <laughs> um let's let's go around real quick and let's rate let's rate the episode mm. uh what what a rating scale do we want to give it uh one to five cosmos f- no no no. from no from uh a different type of candy different th- oh,
3: oh okay well we yeah. gotta
2: establish what's the top candy and what's the bottom we All gotta cream, rate on the same. top as rips is
1: the top <laughs> bottom is the I don't little sugar knob? ice cream Snickers is the king of all candies. Oof. First of all, okay, I, we don't you Do you consider it a candy or a dessert? See, there though. we go. That's yeah. a whole other debate. It is.
2: It is king. That's though. a debate. But,
3: uh, we we don't have to do that, but um, one, one, yeah. let's do one to
1: ten. One to ten. One yeah. to
2: ten. And also, I want to throw this out because someone one of you brought it up earlier. Uh, rate your your top Fab Four person for this episode. Got it.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: Like who? Which of the like which, which of the gals? Which are was the your gals? top? Cool, cool, cool.
1: I would. It'll be so interesting to go through this, and I and I right now after only seeing three episodes, I ha, I'm gonna have a hard time not rating Samantha at the top every single time, and I would love to keep a tally of who they are and and see if that's an accurate assessment. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. I'll I'll give the episode. Let's see. I'll give it a seven out of ten. Good episode. I liked it, good talking points, and uh, I got to go with uh, Samantha. She's she's my top, my top, top gal for sure.
2: Oh, Kevin and I made the same. <laughs> 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 um, I will give it. A, I'm going to give it. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a six point five, and I'm not only doing this to just be different than you. Uh, I think this is a really solid episode. It had very solid B story. The Miranda B story I thought was really good. Um, I I think that, and maybe we'll see this throughout the rest of the series. Some of the archetypes were like a little too heavy for me, but you know, that happens a lot in it. But, uh, but I thought it was, I thought it was a solid episode better than episode two, I think. And Samantha's my tops. I just, even, even with the thing that we were saying where she is a dirty dog, but like, I feel like Samantha is as, as great or as tragic as she is. Like I, and the reason I say tragic is like you're like ah, oh, she does something bad. She just knows herself, man. She yeah. just owns who Samantha is. That's true. Modern woman.
3: Um, you said seven.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I. You said six point five, Corey. I would you're say, say six point seven five. I would on. say different. no. I would say seven point five. Oh. oh, because I don't. I I definitely liked it way better than the last one. The last one just seemed dated to me and this one actually seemed like questions that could continue and Mm -hmm. they asked a lot of interesting questions that I feel like we're still dealing with they dealt with them in an interesting way uh, that I feel like uh, is relatable and I would say my favorite in this would be I think Carrie actually Mm. I think Carrie because I think she tried she tried it with that dude and then she was like I'm out of here and she was on a different page and I don't know. I just, I thought her story seemed like pretty realistic. Also, I just feel bad for that doorman, man. Just like missing Ireland and thought he yeah, found a good lady, I you know, that. but you he that. did have, he did have a nice, definitely grounds for firing. That's for <laughs> sure. He lost his job <laughs> after that.
2: I think that's like a, to me, that's like a welcome to New York, man. Yeah. Just like, Hey, listen, you you miss home. Don't get sucked up in it. You know, he should have just been like, yeah you can have a cigarette if you give me a dollar <laughs> and then it's like hey that's the rules of New York bombing cigarettes man you gotta give someone a dollar can you imagine if he back in Ireland how
3: hard that story crushes he's like so then she comes down she bombs a cig off me yeah, opens
1: up her, her robe
3: no she's in her way. fucking undies
1: <laughs> She's standing in the cold uh, in her undies. (laughs) No. She just...
2: in her apartment, I said, I'll get the door for you. (laughs) And I got the door for her and then I left. So so she
3: looks at me. She just says, you gotta be out of here. And I said, I'll get the door for you. (laughs) And you know what?
2: It really was like the war we've had here. (laughs) Exactly like
1: that. It actually reminded me. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank
3: Uh, you for tuning in. We'll see you next week with episode four
2: on the Bradshaw Boys.
3: The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com,
1: on social media at TheBradshawBoys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass.
0: Thanks for listening.